What is up, my Honyaks? Hoping you have a pretty darn freaking good day. Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. And as promised for many episodes now, but finally coming to fruition, is newest series that I'm going to be doing where I dive into the backlog of my notes or the archives, whatever you want to call it, the the battle stories of old to use the to go with the Viking theme. So that's what we're going to be doing. I've I have an ongoing, a running podcast, and I'm waiting to see if I hit the character limit on a note because this is a long freaking note. Or if notes can be infinite, I'm just waiting for the day where I have to start a new note. Should be interesting. So if you have any info on that, let me know. Five star review it, and I'll check it out. Or use one of the other four ways to get a hold of the show. But that's what we're going to be doing. So I'm going to slowly start working through my backlog of notes, which I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's going to be super topical to like three years ago, two, two, one, two, and three years ago. So it might be kind of funny to see what my take was on that. And we'll see how much I actually hash up. Some things may be kind of no point to bring up. Uh, I also found out that, so there was a bunch of articles that I was sharing to the note, but I would say like, I would be at the article and I would say, you know, save to my notes and I would save it to this note. Now, the way I do it is I just add a new bullet point straight to the top. So when I open the note, my newest stuff is at the top, all the stuff is at the bottom. Didn't know when I was sharing to the note from, say, the source itself, instead of copying and then going into the note and pasting it at the top, it was showing up the bottom. Didn't see, but there were like six articles that I that I put in my notes because I wanted to talk about them. And then I went, I was like, what the, how'd they not share? And they're just chilling at the bottom in the depths and nothing really that relevant, but it's pretty funny to see that I've got all these articles and some of them are, I mean, uh, some of them go back, I think well over a year. So that's pretty funny, but it's, it's, it's a good time. So we're going to be going through the archives. This is a, this is battle stories that we'll be talking. I don't like battle stories. That sounds like it's cool stories. This is just my notes here. So, uh, from the bottom instead of from the top you know what it is we're gonna be we're gonna ride the lightning and see what some of these notes bring up and see what we can stir up here with some of my old thoughts and i wish these were like dated you know you know how you take a picture on your phone and it has kind of the date and location a lot of times i wish i had dates on these i should i should start dating them so it'd be funny but all right first note and i i guess this is maybe the very first thing i put down when i started started this note so which would have been not not around not at the inception of the podcast but podcast i mean i'm 20, 30 episodes in maybe so there's also been notes that i've already done and i i checked them off now I just cross them out so I so they can still live there and I could go back and see all the things I've talked about because I had the little, uh, if you've ever done the iPhone notes, they had the little circle and you could check it and then it's for a checklist and then I think once it's checked, it goes away. So that's a, that's a, that's a thing. But, uh, and I was like, ah, I don't want to, don't want to double jeopardy myself too hard and be super redundant because I could definitely be redundant if you haven't figured that out already. First note. <laughs> I'm going to read these verbatim because it's pretty funny to, to try to see where my headspace was. Can we sit down and have a conversation? We sit next to each other with fear that your belief may be detrimental to oh, wait, with fear that your belief may be detrimental to you. Politics have become so polarized. We can't sit down and have a discussion. Amen to that. Amen. And I think since then it's only continued to get that bad, but I managed to have conversations with 
people I disagree with, I fall into that boat where it's like, do I even want to bring this up? Because on some level, I'm like, you know, you just get so worn out now seeing politics and, and, the, and the culture wars everywhere where it's like, for instance, you know, I, I'm on an rec league volleyball team. I was like, I just want to go play volleyball. So we're not going to talk about that stuff. But and I think we shouldn't be afraid to, to bring those up. Next one is from arguably one of my favorite episodes of the Joe Rogan podcast. This is a long note. So I'm going to spare you reading the whole thing because it's a lot of random thoughts throughout it. But it was when he had uh, Jack Dorsey and one of their, her name's Vidya, I don't remember what her title is, some top person at uh, Twitter, and Tim Pool. Now, this is before I really knew about Tim Pool, but this is kind of when I started to learn more about him and look into him and realize, oh, I kind of like this guy. Uh, But... Basically, they were talking about, it was right after the ban of Alex Jones, and so they were talking about that in terms of service and a lot of the censorship that goes on. Some high points from it were, I thought it was hilarious. First of all, the was uh, Jack Dorsey saying he talked about terms of service and how people don't read them. And, I mean, if I remember correctly, Joe was like, yeah, how I think every person is going to read these 12 pages of terms of service that are guess what subject to always change so even if i read them on a monday they could be changed by friday and be different it's like you think i'm gonna go back and reread no it's like the whole uh, itunes legend myth potentially real story where they have a thing in the middle of their terms of service that said like if you read this call this number email this person and you'll get like two thousand dollars or something and it took like 10 years before someone found that so i mean it proves a point but it's also really cool so now I always wonder, should I read these terms of service? Am I going to find a little jackpot of like $1,000, $10,000 that they're giving away or something free? And I still never read them. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, it's not worth it. The the half hour it's going to take me to read this. Um, so that's that's what that is. But honestly, it's one of my favorite episodes. It's really, really good. It's interesting to see that dynamic. I'll say substance, substance, substance-wise, it's... You don't get a lot of answers to questions, but it's like, do you expect to get a lot of answers? With the fact that Jack and Vidya were willing to go on that with Tim Pool and allow Tim Pool to grill them on specific situations, and then they just basically deflect and talk in generalities and claim ignorance on a lot of stuff, like, oh, I'm not sure about all that. I mean, the biggest point I took away from there was the lack of context a lot of things. There are people at the time, there are people being suspended for making two comedians making a joke at one another, and then when you look at who they are and then even it, it, it could be in the midst of a thread and see that oh this is a problem but uh I'm not going to dive into the whole text interest stuff but I was I was very passionate about that this is probably oh man this is a 100 150 word <laughs> note lots of things but lots of interesting things you know Jack's whole perception on leveling the playing field pushing for being more of a regulatory body instead of just uh the open public square my my favorite analogy for what how Twitter would translate into say the real world is you have a square, um, like a courtyard type thing, and there's a bunch of people there, and everyone's just kind of chit chat and chit chat and chit chat, and but then also at the same time it's people like <laughs> random dude walking around and and just shouting out random thought, uh, and then you have some people who come on and just scream stuff and scream stuff, and you have like four or five people that have these megaphones out of the 100 people and it's just like the 100 people get drowned out uh, because it's like 80% of the tweets are done by like 20% of the profiles uh, something like that. It's an overwhelming majority of the tweets are from a small subset of 
the total Twitter users. So it's interesting, right? Um, okay, this one, I was clearly frustrated by someone's indecisiveness. I said, stop playing the I don't know game and quit being afraid to say what you think. Lunchtime would be much easier. I wonder when that, what the context of me writing that note down was. Apparently, it was a frustrating lunch where someone, uh, we would get into a discussion and then they would kind of be like, you know what, I don't know, because to avoid conflict. I think I know who possibly sparked that, but we're not getting getting this snitch in. So that's pretty good. But I do think that's true on some level is... Uh, and I think it's fine sometimes to be like, eh, we're going to like kind of let this fall away. Like, let's not get into this right now. But I think there's other times where it's like, we shouldn't be afraid to voice our opinions. So, uh, this one, and, and then immediately following that frustration is some super motivational stuff that I definitely don't follow myself. This is why it's an unsaid note because I never lived up to my own expectation. Oh, the Hanya hypocrite, uh, importance of goals, especially among young people, write out a plan. Hmm. Anyways, TBD on my written plan and goals, but I do think there is something to be said about just setting a goal and uh, something I've really learned over the last couple of years is like, just start doing and, and start heading in a direction and things will unfold in a way that'll kind of guide you. And, and, and the, the story of life, I mean, the, the path of life will kind of unfold in front of you in one way or another and doors will open and close. Uh, and, if you're responsive to that, you just kind of keep flowing. So one of my new favorite references for that type of story, though, is definitely the Clarence Thomas story. Like this guy was going to study to be a Catholic priest, I believe. And like went to, uh, went to preschool. That's not what it's called, but he was there and now he's a Supreme court. Just, it's such a crazy, interesting story. Really, really, really cool. And it just like goes to show you, it's like, he set off in one direction. I mean, he set off to do something and then, uh, but then the forces of B, you know, guided him and his path and he ended up where he is and he still ended up in a great place, but crazy, right? So anyways, write out a goal. Don't be like me, write out a goal. Oh, this was a, and then this is a frustration sandwich because then immediately next frustration. This is a fun pattern. I like looking at the pattern of how my notes went. So this one was also clearly, I can tell you the exact, not the specific memory, like time, place, and what car, but I, but I know I've been in this situation enough to, to be able to say, this is the exact situation. Like I know the exact context here. Uh, but all the, all it says is little cars bowing out before they turn like they're a 40 foot semi. So I know there was a period of time where it felt like every sedan, small car I was behind, they would go to like make a right turn into a place and they like would bow out left, would pre-turn, preload the turn by going out left and then turning right. And I'm like, it's one thing if you do it like a smidge, but they were like going and almost going to the other lane. And I was like, you understand, you can, you can just take this turn. Like even in my truck, I can just take this turn. I don't know. It just something that I try and really get a good grasp on is a spatial awareness of my vehicle as far as like, okay, where are my boundaries? How close? So when it looks like this, how close actually am I? And, and try and learn that. So you, if you learn the spatial boundaries, then you can like navigate your car through crazy, crazy, through like tight situations and in certain ways and feel confident too. It's like, oh, I've got room over there. or I've got room in front or back. And it just bothers me when I see people do that. I'm like, you clearly have no no idea like where and time and space and how much space you take up. Uh, so it's just funny to me, but I should check these off as I talk about them because I'm technically talking about them. So check, 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 
check, check. All right, what is that? That's five out of the way? Okay, I can dig it. We keep cranking these out. I mean, who knows? This may be five episodes worth of this stuff. This may be... Oh, this may be ten episodes. Oh, it looks like I crossed out some of them, so it's fine. But next on the docket, here we go. And back to uh, not in-moment frustration. So... Ideals exceed reality. Who can fix America and where do we look? America. See, that one I totally... Hmm. That's an interesting one. Not a lot. I don't have... That was... Uh, see, that's that's where the shorthand kills me. I had something there. And I'm sure if I had talked about it and brought it up and done a segment episode on it, whatever, in the moment, like within a week of writing that, I would have had it, but it's just too shorthand to not provide enough context. This is another thing that I definitely do with these notes sometimes is I'll just put it, uh, it's like there's a Mitch Hedberg joke where he's, he's reading through his lines and he goes, what, what is this, T-ski? He was like, what is that? I did, oh yeah, and then he remembers and it's like, ah, it's when it's when you when you get catch yourself and it's like, man, normally I'm pretty good and, and it'll I'm good at writing a note to trigger a thought process to either trigger a memory or just something. But sometimes I in a little too short shorthand, short uh my, a little too brief. And I know crazy, right? It's crazy. Me, too brief? Pfft, this episode's about to be too brief. We'll see. We'll do like 10. We'll max out at 10. I don't want to overload, but one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, so man, I know there was a great story with this one. I'll say this though. So it just, the note is when my parents leave for vacation, things go crazy. And I think, isn't that just like true in general? And I've seen like when, when, when it feels like when you leave, that's when like the house wants to try and burn down and you're like, okay, we're flying all year. And then all of a sudden this thing breaks. I don't remember my parents had a huge roof problem where they, they're basically their roof became obsolete. They had like 47 buckets all throughout their house and like they had to get their whole roof redone. It was crazy, crazy. I want to say it was either like right as they left for vacation or when they were on vacation and they got back and then it happened or they were right before they were going to go on vacation, something, but it's just, it doesn't that seem to always happen. Like, right. It's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then boom, blow out a tire. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It's like the time I was going to Colorado and it was like, we were, we weren't even going to Colorado yet. We were just going to my wife's parents' house to leave the next day, blew out a tire on the trailer. It's like, oh, okay, great start. Here we go. So that's a fun one. So we'll do a couple more. Looking, so this one's interesting. This is more introspective maybe. I don't know. Looking back, when you're older and see a little kid being difficult and have that moment of, is that what I was like? Oh, yeah, that's so true. Catch myself doing that a lot more now. So... Like when you look at a kid and, you know, I think about, you know, when you, when you go to college and then you interact with high schoolers in whatever context and you're like, man, high schoolers are so annoying, so, so dumb. And I always try to remind myself that was probably me. Like, and that's just the way, the way things go, you know, it's like when you're, and then when you go back and you look on college, like even I remember being a college senior and like interacting with college freshmen and be like, oh, you have no idea. You, you poor thing. No. <laughs> oh, you're so adorable <laughs> with your hopes and your dreams. Uh, that are going to get crushed, but yeah. So do you have any specific instances that that's one I'd like to, I'd like to hear more about 
I can't think of anything specific off the top of my head, but I'd like to know about any specific instances. I mean, I definitely look at when I was, uh, I think this one was more looking at like a smaller child, but you hearing the things kids say and like they, they can be so silly and, and you look at them and you're like, oh man, I bet that's exactly the way I was perceived and nothing really to it, but it's just interesting to think about. I will say it can help you to be less harsh towards those who are uh, younger than you and in uh, whether it be you're in college and they're in high school or you're in high school and they're in middle school or you're an adult and they're not or you're married and they're single. Uh, I think that allows for maybe a little little less harshness and judgmentalness. So uh, it's, a, it's a good exercise to do is just remember that like, look, we were all there once at some point. I mean, that's how I got people to play volleyball in college. They'd be like, oh, I'm no good. And it's like, well, I mean, we were all beginners at one point, right? Like, it's just a matter of uh, are you willing to go out and try and figure it out? I, I, remember, I, I said that to someone the other day. Oh, it was pickle, Pickleball. And they're like, oh, no, we kind of suck. And I was like, that was me two months ago. Brand new, never played before. I was trying to figure it out. And, I'm, and, and honestly, as I get better, I realize how bad I am, too. It's like... I remember one of my first times I was like, oh, I feel like I can hit the ball and get it. And it's like, I'm so good. And then all of a sudden I started, everyone, all my friends I play with got better. And then we started playing like really good, legitimate people, mostly who are twice or two and a half times my age. Like so could be my parents or even grandparents and they're kicking my butt. And I just realized, oh man, I am, I am very low on this totem pole, extremely low. So fun fact though, but I think it's a good exercise to do. Hmm. Oh, this is an interesting thought that I had. So I said, white privilege is rather just majority privilege. Go to China and be Chinese and you will be experiencing privilege. Being uh, being a part of your cult. Okay, that last sentence doesn't make sense. But uh, that's an interesting thought train that I definitely know I've had before where it's like, go look at, I mean, you'll be in, go, go somewhere where your, whatever ethnicity you are is not the major. And it's like, guess what? It's... You could almost make a case that there's a certain privilege to be espoused there. So don't really want to dive into that. But interesting thought. Interesting thought past me. Hmm. That could be a that could be a good conversation, right? Dude takes so this one I have no idea what's going on. Dude takes dog to bar, dude gets drunk. Dude entrusts care of dog to bodyguard. Okay. No link, no nothing. Was this an idea I had? Dude gets drunk. Dude entrusts care of dog to... Oh, so he like the body... Maybe the... Was it his bodyguard or was it like the bouncer? I wonder. Man, now I'm curious. I wonder if I can find this story. If anyone is remembers hearing anything about this about two years ago, reach back into your member banks. I know you remember all the news from two years ago. So... <laughs> okay, I guess I must have heard that somewhere and been like, man, that's hilarious. But that's all I write. Once again, that one's an I had to be there moment. I mean, had to had to get on the mic about that one in the moment because uh, I got nothing right now. So uh, let's see. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. And boom, there we go. We're at 20 minutes. I think I'll cap that for today. So that was an archived episode. Mm, I still, I need a good name for this type of episode. Uh, it's going to be a fun series. So uh, I, I I don't know if it's like back into the memory banks, back into the uh, forge. No. Uh, 
I can't see like back to the homestead. If there's any fun like Viking play on this type of where I'm, I'm going into the depths of my notes, the archives. I mean, maybe it's like, I don't know, stories from the battle, stories from the raid. There's nothing good. Right now, it's uh, it's an archive a deep dive. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You're welcome. Yeah, going to love that. You already knew that, though, getting to this point. So anyways, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And I, if you want to keep these episodes going, seeing what I had to write in my uh, notes that never made the podcast. Um, oh, that's another good idea for the title. So notes that, notes that never made it uh, to, to the podcast, the deleted scenes, if you will. Uh, then uh, let me know. Uh, you got a whole hands worth of way to get a hold of me. Let me know anything and everything. It's you can email the show to the rambling viking at gmail.com. Leave a five star review, obviously, and put your thought there. You can text and leave and leave a voicemail at the number 580-789-9258. Text or leave a voicemail at this number. And then you can always follow the link in the description to leave a voice memo. That's going to do it for this deep dive into the archives, bringing it back. So I guess they're not necessarily deleted scenes because they're making it on the podcast, but maybe not in the form that they were going to make it. Kind of like when you go and you watch the deleted scenes, you can ah, see where these fit in, but they weren't in the actual movie type situation. So... Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend and upcoming week. Or hope, no, I don't hope you have a great one. I hope you have a pretty darn freaking good weekend and week. PDFG for life. Uh, Hopefully, I'm going to keep the merch ideas going. Maybe figure out a way to post them and people can vote on which ones they like or don't like. Remember to spread the word, uh, subscribe, and uh, let me know what you think. Peace out.